0: This is Reverend Chuck Blair. Welcome to our weekly podcast on New Church Live. Good morning, New Church Live. Great to have you folks here today. And think about that trailer and what if we could be the change? What if we could be the change? What if we can make the decisions, the commitments, the sacrifice to be part of that change? A change of choosing love, a change where the world starts to shift. Thinking back again to what started this series, which was the wonderful, wonderful presentation by Scarlett Lewis, where she said, yeah, if you're going to choose love, you're going to choose these four things. Courage, gratitude, forgiveness, compassion in action. And if you think of those folks like a chain. Like what if we passed our lives, what if we passed our challenges, what if we passed our fears, our anxieties, our worries, our resentments through that? We had the courage to pass them through gratitude, forgiveness, compassion in action. That's one of the things that excites me personally as a pastor. That that curious like yeah, what would that look like? And today we're just going to look at one part of it, and we're going to talk about what that might look like, that part that is gratitude. And with great gratefulness, can we all say gratitude together? Gratitude. Gratitude. What does gratitude mean? What's gratitude as an attitude? What does that mean? Thank you, Sarah out of Michigan, for texting that in. What, is that, what does that actually mean when we, when we can hold it? In, in today's service, what I want to do is I want to talk about the holding of it, but then I also want to talk about what if... What if gratitude becomes this way that we see the world and that we start to act out into the world? Like, what is the action of gratitude? I mean, we're all going to have Thanksgiving dinner soon, and and a lot of us are going to go around the table. What are you most grateful for? That's a contemplative stance over gratitude. Very important. Very good. Kids, make sure you do it. And then, what do we do with that? What do we do with gratitude? Gratitude. What do we do when we move it and can we move it from, from this individual thing into a group and then into a community? And that's what we're going to look at today. How, does that, how can gratitude as a perspective, as an action, move from us as individuals into groups and then later on out into wider and wider communities? Now, the challenge is straightforward and we can see it at any Thanksgiving table. This was the last Thanksgiving Going from left to right, can't have salt, lactose intolerant, vegetarian, vegan, macrobiotic, fanatic traditionalist, that's me, on a cleanse, do not be on a cleanse over Thanksgiving. Shame on you. Strictly kosher, ultra picky gourmet. And then the famous allergic to gluten. How many of us have that Thanksgiving table going? Are any of you curious about this? Tofruki is not a food. Let's be clear about that. So, so that's what the challenge is. And, and yet there's a beauty here as well, right? Like variety and, and and maybe as we move to gratitude, we can understand this. And we have a lot of first-time people here today. You're welcome to take pictures during the service. This is one I would take a picture of. A beautiful, beautiful concept. Words create worlds. Let's say that together. Worlds create worlds. Words create worlds. It's interesting, when you go back to the Bible, you go back to the very beginning of it, this is how it all starts. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. A beautiful concept there of of kind of our minds is times where, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's dark. God often speaks to us best in the darkness. And then the Spirit of God starts to hover over the waters. Many of you know this story. Not all of you do, but it's beautiful. And then how does God create? Well, this is how God creates. And God said, and God said, let there be light and there was light. And God said, let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear over and over again, that repetition. And God said, and God said, repeat with me again, folks, those three words. Words create worlds. Now, new church, we don't believe this story literally like it took God seven days. We see this as what's happening in our minds. That God's presence over the dark void, over those fears, worries, over the heartbreak, and his spirit starts to move and then we start to hear words that create worlds. That's the power of the word. And want will say that again. That's the power of the word. It's because we can start to get a glimpse of what those worlds are. And that has to be a glimpse of a world, not where we're putting kind of God between us and other people. Where I'm here, God's in between, and then we're deciding who's in and who's out, and they're on the other side of my view of God. That's not how we hold God here. How we hold God here is a God who embraces the whole thing. Where God places people in our lives who can be part of our healing, who who can be part of our change, that we're all in it together, a beautiful, peace, new church. God can do nothing to people directly. What He can do and does do is He does it indirectly through other people. See, what if we saw gratitude this way? What if we saw it as a circuit? What if we said gratitude moves in circles? Instead of just, these are the three things I'm grateful for. See, that's a a linear thing, not bad, but it stops. What if instead I started to see it as a circuit, as a circle? And God said, and God said, and God said, and, and we practice using those words, those words of creation, and those words that will start to create worlds. Now, I want today's service, again, because we're coming up on Thanksgiving. It should just be fun. We should be getting in the spirit of this great holiday. I want you to get a chance to hear how that can work. So what we have done is we have invited three people who were part of small groups this past fall who are going to be sharing a little bit of their experience. And that experience is going to be good stuff. And to get us into that spirit to get them kind of warmed up and to get us warmed up. We're gonna do a little race. Do we have anybody who's ultra competitive in here? <laughs> I'm looking at you, buddy. <laughs> raise, raise, raise your hand, all right. So we're gonna see who wins or not. So, so what I'm gonna ask you to do is please pull out your phones. Please pull out your phones. It's time for the little gratitude race. All right, if you don't have your phone, it's fine. You can do this to the person beside you even though you will not get a prize. So the way this game is going to work, I'm going to stop over to here. What you're going to do is you're going to text someone a one-sentence thanks, and it cannot be to me, just so you know. That's totally cheating, because I'm not going to text you back. Text someone a one-sentence thanks, i.e., glad you are in my life. All right? Then you're going to wait, and then I'm going to count down to three. Three, two, one. Then we're all going to hit send. Send. And the top three people get these gifts. I've got gifts for you today so we can make it really competitive. A free cup of coffee to first place. A Christmas premature donut for second place. And a dole nut hole because you may not have succeeded, but boy, you tried hard for third place. That's sort of the participation trophy today. All right? So what you're going to do is that you're going to do it. Marcus, can you, can you give me a shout out? Can you help me on this? Sure. All right. Cause we all know Marcus is fair. So, so Marcus, you just shout out. You just shout out. I got one, Marcus. And Marcus, I want you to just be able to point to the first three people. And I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out with the mic. I just want you to read back what they texted back to you. All right. And the point of this is I want you to see how words create worlds. All right. Are we ready, folks? All right, ready? We're gonna count off together. Three, two, one, send. All right, who who got Marcus? First place, first place, Marcus. What did I mean, Rob? What did they get? What did they say?
1: Oh, I gotta say
0: that. Yeah, you gotta say that. (laughs) Hey, buddy, I'm glad you're in my life. Yay! Give him a round of applause. Rob, you get a free cup of coffee. Excellent. Who was number two? All right, Ruth (laughs) Clouser, Ruth Clouser, Ruth Clouser. If you have any complaints about the pastor, she's president of the board. This is the woman you talk to.
2: This is, we're so confused because we did it to each other. You did so it to each th-
0: other. <laughs> 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 it's both <laughs> of us. <laughs> you, you, you all right, you get to share. Say, what did she text back to you? Love you. Love you. All right, give her a round of applause. Very good. Yes, you get to share the donut. <laughs> and who was number, The good professor. <laughs> so what am I meant to be talking what did you? What did you, what did you, what did you oh, get back? I got back. Welcome. Welcome. I had said thank you, and you got back welcome. Excellent. All right. Very good. Not quite sure about that response, but that's all right. Give him a round of applause, folks. What I want you to see with that is, is, is notice how the energy in the room started to change, right? Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Yeah, it just started to change. We just actually created a world. We looked at this, and granted, we're not God, but we can try as best as we can in our own broken ways to replicate that. Just go out there and try to have words that create worlds. So that's how it can work at an individual level. All of us can practice that. Now I want to look at it as it can work in a group level, which I was giving a little foretaste of. So I'd ask you to please warmly invite our three guest panelists as they come on down here. Please welcome them to the stage. <laughs> oh, we get we get 1 2 Do we have another This is really bad. I shouldn't do this from stage, but I'm going to do it. Do we have another volunteer who hasn't been on New Tricks Live stage for a little bit who would like to come forward? In other words, I'm thinking specifically of somebody who was in the dad's group who went away ziplining this weekend. <laughs> Just saying that's a different experience. Any of you any of you would like to come forward? Andy. Andy, Andy all right, give Andy a round of applause. So what I want you folks to hear is I want you to hear what, what, what the experience of it. We have a lot of first-time people here today and online. So I don't want you to see this kind of as like, well, this is the club. And you can join our club. It's not what this is about. This is about circles that look outward towards community. This is a circle about what we can build, how that can be created, and how can it work. So what they're going to do is they're going to look at this. How does abundance between work? Who in particular are you grateful to have gotten to know? Now, I was, I was talking to these people before, with the exception of Andy, you know, and I was thinking, you know, like I said like a couple years ago, who didn't you know that you know now? Because again, if I'm a first time person, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, oh yeah, but that makes me feel like eighth grade with all the cool kids in the cafeteria who all sat at one table. But that's not what this is about. This is about Christian community, the table of the Holy Supper, table of communion, where we always know this, please listen, there is always room for one more, and if you're here with your partner, there's always room for two more. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pass it around. And the first go around, I'm just going to have them say like, hey, this is somebody I didn't know a couple of years ago. They're just going to have them say their name. They're just going to say, yeah, I've made this friend. My friend's name is da-da-da. And then we'll go through a second time. And I want them to say the gift that that person gave them. All right, you guys ready? All right, first quick go around.
3: It's so hard to say one person, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'll say Lindy. Lindy. And I'm thinking Jen Greaves. i wonder if she's
0: out there. There we go.
1: I'll say for uh, this dad's trip from this past weekend, Edwin Steiner. Edwin Steiner, excellent.
0: Edwin, by the way, if you ever want a cook on a small group trip, he's he's the guy. That's why. That's why. And it's it, it's right. <laughs> And it is it is significant. Like like that, Again, we all have different roles we can play. You know, just that simple beauty of that. All these different roles we can play. So now what I want to do is I want them to say, like, oh, yeah, and this is my friend, Lindy, who you may not know, but this is the gift that she she has brought my life.
3: So I, I know we're supposed to say one person, but all the people I've met in small groups have brought something to my life, not just Lindy, but um, Lindy has been great with me uh, in many different ways. She's always somebody who will listen. It's amazing that the people I've met in small groups how well they know me and I know them after just a few short years. It's, it doesn't, I came to New Church Life for a while before I came to a small group. And then when someone pushed me into one, Angela Cooper, uh, <laughs> I was like, ugh. So I went and I can't believe that I had that. I didn't have that in my life before. It it's, it's literally has been life changing. But to have that group of people um, with so many included, be there when you need them, be able to be raw with them. They know who you are. They will. You can call them and say, "Can you do my sheets for me?" Because my washer and dryer hasn't come yet, and I just moved. You call them and say, "I'm having a bad time." It's just been wonderful for me. Thank There's you. just a thousand gifts. Thank you. I knew I should have gone first. <laughs> we were in the same small group, and I and Jen is one of the people that I met in that group. Um, these small groups happen um, in the fall. On a, and there's a theme this year, it was on forgiveness, and the theme is great, the the book that we get with it is wonderful, and it's really the people that you meet in those small groups, and one of the things that I was realizing is, you know, I come to church, and I see new people, but I don't always go talk to them. Once I get into a small group, I really get to know them, and Jen was one of those that just was so willing to share her heart with us, and I feel like I have a friend from that.
1: Excellent, so. thank you. So we um, just returned from a dad's trip up in the mountains, and we did a lot of stuff. Um, we went to the state park to walk from, walk in the woods for a little bit. We didn't quite realize that there was some sort of hunting season going on. <laughs> <laughs> we all, including my dog, made it out of the woods alive. Uh, we did zip line a little bit. Uh, we had a lot of fun. To, daytime fire in the rain yesterday. Um, and I appreciate all of the, the guys that are part of the Dad's Club that, um, that's been going on for a little over a year now. Uh, but I spent the ride up and back with Edwin Steiner, and um, he and I got to talking a little bit, and I just really appreciate, um, I guess, sort of the little bit more life experience that he has and uh, reflectiveness as a parent um, and how to react to things. Great.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Give these folks a round of applause. I want you to stay here. First, and guys. the pancakes. And the pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> stay there. No, no, no. Not yet. Not quite yet. All right. So, so great beauty in what they said. And again, I want to be clear. Like to a first-time attendee, these people didn't know those people a year, two years ago. They didn't know. Them. And yet here they are where they can share some of life's experience. Do you want to hear a Bible quote that talks about this? Please say yes. All right. Take a look at this quote from the Bible. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. So in other words, when we gather, when we gather, we create worlds. And those words of gratitude give form and substance. They that they start to call us out of that void of darkness. That place where we're caught in our own heads, our own worries, our own concerns. Sometimes that happens with a big conversation. Sometimes it happens because you're laughing because you're ziplining and you're 60 years old. But that's the world. And I want you folks to get a sense of like, that, that there's this, they're literally, like, like picture it. They're literally, when we start talking with gratitude, about what we can be in each other's lives. We literally are creating a globe that we can hold in our hands. A globe that includes all. A globe where actually we are choosing love, where we are creating worlds. There's no accident that Christ says this, for where two or three gather my name, there I am, because that's how it works. And it works really well. Please give these folks a round of applause. (laughs) Thank you. So that idea of what we share and the worlds we can create, and what if there was this? What if there was both an abundance within? Because there is. You're created in God's image and likeness. You have an abundance within. And what if as well, joining the abundance within was a great abundance between? A great, amazing, wonderful abundance between. There is that. I love these pieces of theology. I think they just get so, so to the core of of what we should be trying to create. Every community in heaven, this is a piece of new church, in heaven grows daily. And the more it grows, the more, the more perfect, the more perfect it becomes. A beautiful line, that idea of, of that variety is perfection. That the more people you bring together from the more different perspectives, that somehow that becomes more and more perfect. I don't think we're living in that world right now. And I think there's clearly a call, clearly a call, to embrace that as best we can. This idea goes on to understanding, well, what is it like when we get a glimpse of heaven? What could a glimpse of heaven look like? The uniquely individual parts we picture, and I'm saying we picture here, think of this in this denomination, the uniquely individual parts we picture serve in unity an inclusive body. They contribute to the common good. Every singular part holding a uniquely individual relationship to that common good and to that inclusive body. So every piece comes as its own unique slice, its own unique giftedness, its own unique sense, its own unique createdness. One and only one. One and only one. That then contributes to the common good. That contributes to the bigger picture. That contributes to the inclusive body and brings us right back around with a far more expansive meaning. One and only one joins one and only one. Can I get a little amen on that? Just think about that for a second. What that can start to be. Gratitude, of course, can color the whole thing, beautifully color the whole thing where we start to celebrate those one and only one gifts that we bring. And we celebrate those one and only one experiences that we have in groups. And that that can go out into our communities, where we can actually take that gratitude, work towards that abundance between, and see that grow and see that serve more and more out there into the world. And with that, I'd like to introduce you. To my dear friend, and I'd actually ask us to, to like, because it's a little chilly here today, actually rise and give Mary Ellen Fitzgerald of the Breathing Room Foundation an incredibly warm welcome here to New Church Live.
2: Good morning, everyone. I feel so fortunate to have been asked to come today, so thank you. Thank you for that. This is a really special morning. Um, I'd love to uh, talk to you a little bit about the Breathing Room Foundation and my, my opportunities there. Um, I, as the director of the Breathing Room and the sister of the founder, um, have the opportunity to experience gratitude on so many levels. Um, Twenty years ago, this foundation was created out of gratitude. Um, my sister was diagnosed at the very young age of 30 with metastatic stage 3 breast cancer. At the time, she had children just 2, 4, and 6 years old. So as you can imagine, that turned her life upside down. Uh, for 6 years, she and her husband and their children were on the receiving end of gestures of kindness, constant support from the community they lived in, from their family and their friends. They received hot meals on their table. They had bills paid anonymously. The tennis uh, friends of Diane's planted gardens outside. Her hockey team that she coached cleaned their home for them. The whole community came together to support them for six years as she battled. She did lose her battle with cancer, but she left a legacy, a legacy that we can all be grateful for. She, she and her husband wanted to create a foundation that allowed them to say thank you in a way that they couldn't. <clears throat> they wanted to create a foundation that would allow people to continue to provide support to others in need, and that would allow people who weren't from a community like they were, or maybe didn't have the family and friends or the capacity to give, they wanted to create a foundation that would give those people support just as they received support. So the foundation was created 20 years ago. That first year, we were able to help three families. In 2017, we'll help 1,000 new families. We're very excited. In all, in those 20 years, we've helped over 8,000 families. Not only did we provide them with support, but we provided them with the gift of knowing they're not alone in their fight, and often that's the most powerful gift that we are able to give. Um, When we started, it was a very small community of family and friends brought into a room. My sister told us the mission. She and her husband gave us the vision of what they wanted to see happen. It was a very small group of us. Now over th- thousands of people help us. They volunteer, they donate to allow us to help all of those families. So it really is just Chuck, what Chuck was speaking about. It's a community coming together to provide for others. I think the biggest, um, the, the best way I can explain to you just the impact that we have on families is to read you a couple quotes This week, in fact, just yesterday, we delivered over 200 Thanksgiving dinners um, to families who otherwise may not have been able to put a meal on their table this week. Um, And I received a couple emails that I wanted to share with you. Thank you so much for Thanksgiving dinner that you provided. I'm overwhelmed with emotions and feeling blessed. Thank you everyone at Breathing Room. I truly appreciate it. That came from Marilyn. Your foundation has been wonderful. You truly understand how cancer not only impacts the one diagnosed, but also their family. My heartfelt gratitude for all of your help. That's just two two, um, responses to receiving that Thanksgiving dinner, and we'll receive many more this week. Um, Probably the thing that I'm most grateful for is the words that I hear from the people that we help. Um, every day. Not a day goes by that we don't receive a phone call or a card in the mail just letting us know how grateful people are for the support that we're able to give. So I invite all of you, stop by the table at the back um, to visit with me, but also to get involved in any way. There's so many ways to get involved. Um, And thank you. Thank you again for having me today.
0: So folks, that that idea, so we can see right? individuals and it goes out into groups, again, a family sitting around deciding about this foundation, small groups, all kinds of things. And then it echoes out back into the community. Those are degrees of the neighbor, serving good in ever-widening circles, individual Groups, communities. And guess what the miracle is when it gets into a community? What starts to happen? Take a guess. The world. It goes out and it starts to create a world. Words, words create worlds. And then as it circles out into these much greater circles, a miracle happens and it comes back. To individuals. Individuals like Emily, part of our congregation, who got served by the Breathing Room Foundation. We can be part of, of, of so much in terms of creating, in terms of, of allowing those worlds to really grow, of really understanding that, that gratitude moves in circles. And that's a different view of church engagement, where where church engagement, yes, there's an engagement with this congregation. And engagement with this congregation then goes out into the world in wonderful, beautiful ways. That's what it can be. That's where we can start to really choose love. Moving gratitude, and this is your charge for Thanksgiving. Moving gratitude, yes, through that list of what are the three most special. Important things you're thankful for. And then I dare you at the Thanksgiving table, please go around one more time and ask everybody at that table. And now and say it with a smile. And now what are you going to do with it? Amen. The way we're gonna to close today's service is you're actually gonna offer the last prayer. I'm not gonna volunteer anybody for this, but you're gonna volunteer if you'd like to. I'm just gonna come around with the microphone and I'm gonna just say, dear Lord, we are thankful for. And I just ask you, if you're interested, you just pick up the mic and you go, I'm thankful for, or we are thankful for, and then we'll just keep on passing it along. And then the way we're gonna close, close the service is we're gonna to come to the middle section. Marcus, could you wave your hand there? And what we're gonna do is, we are all gonna gather as best we can. It's gonna be really awkward. It's gonna be hard to get people in there. If you're somebody who needs to sit, we do have chairs there that you can sit in. And we're gonna kinda try to congregate right in the middle there, and we're all gonna sing the last song together, shoulder to shoulder. Guess what the song's gonna be about? Gratitude. (laughs) We're gonna be singing, (laughs) well played. We're gonna be singing, we're gonna be singing about gratitude on the last one. So with that, with that, we're going to say our last prayer here. So I'm going to come off the stage. Dear Lord, I am grateful for
2: the journey to forgiveness.
0: The journey to, want to say that one more time? The journey to forgiveness. Excellent. Thank you. Another one. The ability to grow. Ability to grow. Another one?
2: New church life.
0: New church life. Thank you, Jen. For my children. For my children. The music. The music. (laughs) For Angela and all the work she does. Amen to that.
2: For all my
1: challenges. For God's forgiving eyes.
0: For God's forgiving eyes, beautiful.
3: For my two friends, Patty and Penny.
1: Patty and Penny,
0: high five to Patty and Penny. Boom, boom. Good to have you folks here. Another one, folks. Another one. All right. Oh, one more.
2: Advances in medicine.
1: Advances in medicine. For the lovely family that I live amongst in Cairnwood Village. Thank you.
0: For Derek and Brittany and Odessa watching from North Carolina. Who are warm at this moment. Thank you.
3: For living in this country. Thank you.
0: In your pastor's gratitude. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful to be on this journey together with you. My life is blessed immeasurably because of the amazing people who join us here, who join us online, who join us because it's just a bunch of wonderful people out trying to do the best they can. I am truly humbled, deeply humbled. By this amazing group of people. For that, there aren't even words of gratitude. So thank you. Thank you for listening. You can support this podcast at www.newchurchlive.tv.